0: Welcome to a special edition radio show with Dr. Joseph Nemeth. Dr. Nemeth is a board-certified and internationally renowned periodontist practicing in the Metro Detroit area, who for more than 25 years has not only treated patients presenting with a broad spectrum of dental issues from bad breath, periodontics, cosmetics, and dental implants, but he is also well-known for applying innovative and state-of-the-art technology to his practice. This special show is brought to you by the North American Society of Periodontists. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cronin, and we're going to be talking to Dr. Nemeth not only about a special brand of treatment modalities, but we'll also be learning about the rarely discussed aspect of how much our oral health impacts our physical health and the role gum disease plays in the manifestation of many systemic diseases, from cardiac issues to cancer. What do we need to know about these relationships? And what are the latest treatments? Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Welcome back to this special edition of Dr. Nemeth Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, here tonight talking with Dr. Nemeth, board-certified periodontist in Southfield, Michigan. Dr. Nemeth is with us tonight discussing his state-of-the-art clinic, latest treatments in periodontic care, and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases from cardiac issues to cancer. Now, Dr. Nemeth, you've obviously been on the show before. We're so happy to have you back because there's so much to talk about. But for new listeners, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you became a periodontist and your interest in periodontal disease?
1: Well, uh, I grew up here in Detroit, and I was very interested in science all of my life. In fact, uh, when I was younger, I wanted to be an astronomer. Then I wanted to be an astrophysicist and went to Tech High School majoring in chem, bio, science, but then I kind of realized that with the the nitty-gritty of it, uh, glamorous as those uh, businesses or professions sound, that there's a lot of paperwork uh, and there's a lot of uh, tedium involved, shall we say. It's not just the glamour that those names imply. And with my interest in, in science, um, I really decided I wanted to go into the health professions uh I could have gone into medicine, but for whatever reason medicine didn't really hold that appeal for me and uh w- w- we didn't have a w- we had a very i wouldn't say a poor family, but we got by we did not have a lot of funds My father worked very hard for a living and I was told oh, this is many many years ago by my our rich aunt that Uh, her orthodontist was looking for an associate. And as an orthodontist, I would pay $25,000 a year. In those days, $25,000 a year, particularly to me in my circumstances, were like, oh my God, it's a total fortune. Fortune, So that actually triggered me to go into dentistry. Mm -hmm. And I went to... University of Michigan, I went to Wayne for a bit, I went to the University of Michigan, then I went to the University of Michigan Dental School, and then I went into the service uh, for three years, because at that time, if you didn't go into the service, there was a good chance you could be drafted, and you didn't want to leave dental school, open up a practice, and then get drafted, it mm-hmm. would disrupt your whole practice, so many of us went directly into the service to get our service duties out of the way. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I was in Korea for a year. This is after the war because I'm not that old. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was in New York for two years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I applied to NYU for my periodontal training and also met my wife uh, while I was in New York. And after I finished my periodontal training in New York, there was someone looking for a periodontist in Beverly Hills, California. So I went out to Beverly Hills, California, and I worked in Beverly Hills uh, for another periodontist, a guy named Nate Friedman. And you probably saw a lot of movie stars. I actually I also taught at USC University of Southern California uh, as a teacher in periodontics, and I also uh, uh, had the role of head of periodontics at Cedars Sinai Hospital in. Los Angeles. Uh, we did have some movie stars. As a matter of fact, I remember working on Natalie Wood two times. Of course, the fr- I acted casual, but she, you know, she and I were very close in age, and she was just lovely and sweet and very unpretentious. And I'm trying to act cool, of course, because meanwhile I'm sweating. I don't, know, <laughs> you know, I'm, about, I'm close to fainting. Uh, But she was a delight. And so I I spent some time working with her. Then she came back again. I worked with her again. He had a number of famous patients there. John Wayne was a patient. Danny Kaye was a patient. Uh, There were quite a few. And so after I was in California, I really decided I wanted to come back to Michigan, uh, where my roots were. I thought it was a better place to raise my family. I had three children by then. And so uh, uh, a while back, we moved to Michigan, and I've been practicing here. And initially, I was teaching uh, at uh, U of D Mercy and adoring myself to full time private practice now.
0: Well, what we want to talk to you specifically about is how much you you mentioned you were interested in medicine to start with. Uh, It's coming to the point now where periodontal disease is leading into a lot of systemic diseases. So the two are kind of joining together somehow.
1: You know, this area of dentistry and periodontics and health fascinates me because it seems like almost every day they're finding a new link to a systemic disease and periodontal disease. A very, very important study, very important study was published this past January linking periodontal disease to Alzheimer's disease. Not just linking it, though. Not just linking it. Linking is one thing, but they did some studies that really indicate that it may be a causative factor in Alzheimer's disease. Now, and to me, that's very, very important. Look, your teeth are important. Your gums are important. But there's nothing more important than your mind or your brain, and why risk Alzheimer's disease? and people don't know that they don't even know that these links exist. most people don't know it. it's becoming more well known now. but gum disease can start at a very early age, and it takes twenty to thirty to forty years for Alzheimer's to show itself, but it can initiate right. it can initiate itself is when you're in your 20s or 30s, but you don't even know it by the time you're 70 or 80, then, you know, you may be very, very much impacted by it.
0: Well, that's tremendously interesting, but we're going to have to take a quick break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show. You can reach Dr. Nemeth by calling 248-357-3100. Again, that number is 248-357-3100, or by visiting him on the web at drnemeth.com. That's D-R-N-E-M-E-T-H dot com. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to this special edition of the Dr. Nemeth Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, here tonight talking with Dr. Nemeth, board-certified periodontist in Southfield, Michigan. Dr. Nemeth is with us discussing his state-of-the-art clinic, latest treatments in periodontic care, and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac issues to cancer. Now, for the listeners listening to the show for the first time, or if you've heard Dr. Nemeth before, you know that he is giving us very important information about the link between periodontal disease and many systemic disorders. We were talking about Alzheimer's disease. We're going to move on and l- let's look at this list and see some of the other diseases that are affected by your oral health diabetes, cardiovascular disease, liver cancer, lung cancer, pancreatic cancer, low birth weight children, rheumatoid arthritis. Dr. Nemeth, tell us about some of these diseases and the links between these diseases.
1: Well, a very prevalent disease is diabetes. Right. And there was just a study, in fact, I just read the study yesterday. but I've known this for a long time. Diabetes is very strongly linked to periodontal disease. If you have diabetes, you're likely to have more severe periodontal disease. If you have periodontal disease, it's likely to affect your diabetes or maybe even initiate it or cause it uh, in, in, in some cases because what happens is when you have periodontal disease, that means you have an infection in your mouth. Now, that infection isn't just in your mouth these organisms these bacteria these parasites from your mouth from this gum disease get into your bloodstream they cause what's called a generalized inflammatory response throughout your whole body and these parasites amoebas uh, uh, trichomonads uh, spirochetes many of them they get into your bloodstream they cause this inflammatory response And they land on different organs and throughout your body. And we find that in almost every diabetic patient, this is fascinating, in almost every diabetic patient, when we treat their periodontal disease, their blood sugar goes down, their A1C goes down, their diabetes becomes easier to control. Virtually every single diabetic that I've ever treated, we have had them tell us that their blood sugar has improved and their diabetes is easier to manage. I had one patient who had a A1C. You may not know what that is, but it's a kind of a long-term measurement of blood sugar. Her A1C was 14, and it dropped to 8 after treatment, which is still a bit high, but Not anywhere near 14, which is terribly, terribly dangerous. So we know that we can clean up that infection because that infection affects the entire body, particularly diabetics. We can always get their blood sugar and A1C better by eliminating the gum infection that most of them don't even know that they have because gum disease usually causes no pain. There are very few signs most patients are referred to me by their dentist because it's their dentist who detects the problem and the patient has no pain. They don't know anything's going on. By the, pa- by the time a patient is aware of it, it's usually so advanced that teeth are loose, have been shifting, and often have to be removed. So diabetes and periodontal disease are very, very strongly linked. Uh, cardiovascular disease, all cardiovascular diseases. Heart Heart, heart attacks, stroke, they're all linked to periodontal disease again because, and they find these organisms in the plaque of people who've had heart attacks. So we know that these organisms are getting into the bloodstream and they're contributing to plaque formation in blood vessels that can lead to heart attack and stroke. Very strong link very very strongly very much high percentage of people have cardiovascular heart stroke problems if they have periodontal disease let's talk a little bit about liver cancer recently there was a study in england indicating and i did a video on this actually indicating there was a 70 percent increased risk of liver cancer 70 percent increased risk of liver cancer in people with periodontal disease or gum disease, it affects every part of your body. These organisms affect everything, and they're devastatingly bad.
0: Are there some people that get these organisms? Is this a genetic thing? That's you know a very interesting well, factor. Well, it's,
1: re- it's really interesting. Um, well, some people have a genetic predisposition to being susceptible to these organisms so some people have these organisms but for some reason they're resistant to them and they don't cause the bone destruction that they might cause in other individuals so there's a genetic component but it's not all genetic we do ask all of our patients did your mother have uh, gum disease did your mother lose teeth did your father lose teeth what about your grandparents and in many cases of course they did lose teeth but it's not all genetic, it's only part of it. If you keep your mouth immaculately clean and if you eliminate these organisms, even if you're genetically predisposed, it doesn't mean you're gonna lose your teeth, it doesn't mean you're gonna get periodontal disease. But if you're genetically predisposed, then you're much more likely to have periodontal disease than somebody who's not genetically predisposed. So there is a genetic component, but it's not the by far the only thing that makes or breaks uh, someone as far as periodontal disease is concerned.
0: So with diabetes, if somebody already is a is a diabetic and they're already on medication... We make them better. Oh my gosh, that's We really absolutely
1: cool. make them better. Many cases, they can reduce that medication. There's been a few cases where they've been able to discontinue it completely. But virtually in every case, there'll be an improvement in their blood sugar. There'll be an improvement in their A1C. And it's just so gratifying. I mean, this is why I love what I do. I can make an impact. I'm able to make an impact in the lives of people in a, in a, in a way that they can be healthier. They can feel better. It's, it's just incredibly gratifying to help these people be happier and healthier and, 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 and live longer. It's it's. It's it, it's really why I lo- one of the reasons, especially now, why I love what I do because I can help people in ways that I we never knew about before.
0: How does the general public find out about this though? Most people go to their doctor, they get diagnosed with an issue, a disease, they have uh, cardiac problems, and then they're they're going to see a cardiologist or a specialist, but. How do you get the word out and let people know that they really need to come in and have a thorough profile examination on what's going on in their oral health?
1: I talk to people like Anne-Marie. <laughs> okay. Really, this is how you get the word out. Right. People do not know about it. I do videos. I have many, many videos on various aspects of periodontal disease and how they can affect people. Um, we, we put a newsletter out. Uh, we have almost 24,000 youtube followers that 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 follow me because I, I i try to make this this interesting i try to try to make it interesting for people so that they will want to find out more about what's going on in their mouths but the word is not out well enough because again people just don't know that they have the problem Unless their dentist finds it or unless they somehow, their gums are bleeding or their teeth are shifting or their teeth are getting loose, then they may know it. But very often there's no signs. I've seen people whose mouth looks perfect, their gums look perfect, but there's almost no bone. The bone has been almost all destroyed and those teeth are ready to fall out.
0: So the thing is that, um, that people really need to come in and and have a thorough examination with you.
1: They need to get in and have a thorough examination with their dentist, or they can call directly. But they need to see someone who will double-check for periodontal disease. And I'll tell you a little bit more about what goes on with periodontal disease, how it progresses, and why a lot of these patients are not diagnosed in time.
0: Well, it's certainly a very interesting connection, but we're going to have to take a quick break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth Radio Show. You can reach Dr. Nemeth by calling 248-357-3100. Again, that number is 248-357-3100. Or by visiting him on the web at drnemeth.com. That's D-R-N-E-M-E-T-H dot You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the special edition of the Dr. Nemeth Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. Here tonight talking with Dr. Nemeth, board-certified periodontist in Southfield, Michigan. Dr. Nemeth is with us discussing his state-of-the-art clinic, latest treatments in periodontic care, and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac issues to cancer. Dr. Nemeth, over the break, I was just blown away by some of the things you were telling us about how almost everyone could have the manifestations of this periodontal disease at a very young age, but it's getting missed. They need to come in and see you early. And I'm thinking to myself, a lot of people think if they go to their dentist and they use a mouthwash every day, the mouthwash is going to kill any bacteria. But that's just not true.
1: It's true if the bacteria are superficial, but what happens is these bacteria parasites get under the gum. And once they get under the gum, they're able to multiply, breed, fester, shall we call it, and cause this infection. And once they get under the gum, causing the infection, it causes that gum to separate from the tooth. It's called a pocket. The pocket gets deeper, more organisms get into the pocket, causing more infection, and becomes a vicious cycle, and mouthwashes can't get in to those areas. They're just not accessible to it. Yeah, if if the bacteria are easily reached on your teeth or perhaps on your tongue, but yes, but if they're in these little pockets under the gum, most mouthwashes do not reach those areas adequately enough to destroy or kill these causative organisms.
0: So my question to you is, as most people will go to their regular dentist on a regular basis, whether it's quarterly or twice a year or however h- how often they go it's quite possible then that the dentist you're going to is going to miss the early stages in other wa in other words the bacteria is uh there before there's a manifestation of it and before they would refer over to you is that right uh very
1: often that's the case very often they may say well the gums are bleeding we let's clean your teeth and we'll watch it we'll watch it we'll watch it we'll watch it, we'll watch it. Well, sometimes that's okay, but very often they just watch it get worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. slowly. And by the time the patient and or the dentist realizes it's reached a really serious point and the patient, patient gets to me one way or another, a lot of damage may already have occurred. Uh, Let me mention one other systemic disease that's very, very important, and a lot in the news lately, and that's pancreatic cancer. Harvard came out with a study last year saying, at least in men, and I think it's true for women as well, that there was a 59% increase in the risk of pancreatic cancer if you have periodontal disease. I'm talking pancreatic cancer. I'm talking 59% increased risk. I can't think of many cancers that are more devastatingly fatal
0: oh, yeah, than it's pancreatic it's, cancer. Yeah, it's, 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 it's,
1: so these people need to get their mouths checked. People need to have a, 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 their, their, a, a sample of their bacteria under the gum, or they can take a test that's sent in for a DNA test, which will also show the levels of bacteria but we like to make it graphic and actually show the patient what's going on. Sometimes there isn't much bone loss at all. Well, that's interesting. So let's say these people are resistant to the effects of periodontal disease. They don't have bone loss. Their teeth are solid. There's no bone loss, but they have the organisms. The bacteria are there. They're not causing the damage to their mouth, but the bacteria are still getting into their bloodstream. So those those people are still at risk because the bacteria, the parasites, are there. They're resistant to the bone loss, but they're not resistant to the systemic effects of these pathogenic organisms. So I'm telling you, it's, it's to me, it's rare that somebody comes into the office or even the general population, if we took a sample from under their gum, we wouldn't find some of these organisms. And some patients may say to me sometimes, well, you know, is this normal? And I'll say, yes, it's normal, but it's terribly unhealthy. Why is it normal? Because so many people have it. Mm -hmm. So it's normal, but it's far from healthy.
0: Right. And I know that, you know, during the break, um, one of the gals from your office was showing us an actual video of what it looks like. So when patients come in and you do this test, they're actually able to look and see what's in their mouth.
1: Absolutely. You know, there's a very well-known internist uh, at Cleveland Clinic, and he has said that if you have an unhealthy mouth, and to me that's periodontal disease, it can take six to seven years off of your normal lifespan.
0: That's unbelievable. And it
1: doesn't surprise me one bit at all, considering all of the systemic diseases that this is linked to and, in my opinion, contributes to.
0: Now, with all these horrific diseases and certainly pancreatic cancer is more or less a a death sentence because there's no cure for it. I mean, it's a horrifying disease and certainly the other ones, Alzheimer's and liver cancer, lung cancer, they're all horrific diseases. But my question is, when did all this uh, research start surfacing? I mean...
1: It's back, gradually been surfacing over the last 20 years, really, maybe even longer. Heart, heart disease was one of the first things. Low birth rate children. If you're pregnant and you have gum disease, you're more likely to have low birth rate children, and low birth rate children tend to be less healthy initially and even long term. So those findings came out fairly early, more and more, and diabetes was linked fairly early, but we didn't really realize how strongly linked they were until more and more research has been done. The studies about liver cancer, well, that's more recent. Alzheimer's disease, that, that link and maybe causative factor, much more recent. Right. Liver cancer, much more recent. And they're finding new things every day. Rheumatoid arthritis, is now associated with periodontal disease. I can think of almost no part of your body, almost no organ, almost no systemic disease, cancer, um, cardiovascular disease. Every part of your body, in my opinion, is affected in a negative way if you have infection in your mouth because it ain't just in your mouth. No, it goes throughout your body and affects everything.
0: So, I mean, what I'm hearing here is that everybody should actually be going to see a periodontist and to be tested because you have nothing to lose and everything to gain.
1: Unfortunately, most periodontists uh, that I know of do not actually take a sample from under the gum and look at it under a microscope. I know many who do. Very, few, A cl- very close friend of mine in Florida does the same thing, and I know a few others, but Most of the time, that is not done. Almost every patient that's come to me who have seen periodontists before say, well, this was never done to me before. There was a periodontist who retired not too long ago, and I have a number of his patients. And they were long-term patients, and they were very satisfied. Uh, But (laughs) the patient yesterday, yesterday said to me, the best thing that ever happened to me was when blank, blank, retired, and I came to your office. Because there were all kinds of things going on that had never really received attention, unfortunately. And I think it's very important, very important to see if the disease really exists and to take a sample or a slide to show the organisms that are associated with it and let the patient see it. And that, for the most part, is rarely done whether you're in a general dental office and even a periodontal office.
0: Well, that's good news for us that you have that capability and that you're doing it because Florida is too far away to go to the other periodontist. So you're here and you're, you're doing these tests. We want to also talk about what the treatment is um, and how you then start treating the, the patient that you've identified these microorganisms in their mouth.
1: I want to talk a lot about the treatment because a lot of people are afraid to go to the dentist. They just have an innate fear of that. Well, a patient comes to our office, by the time they leave, well, they're certainly not afraid of our office anymore, and many of them have lost their fear of dentistry, because we make sure what we do is pain-free, and those patients are comfortable, and I'll talk more about that in just uh, a, a minute or two.
0: Okay, we'll talk about the treatment approaches after the break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show. You can reach Dr. Nemeth by calling 248-357-3100. Again, that number is 248-357-3100 or by visiting him on the web at drnemeth.com. That's D-R-N-E-M-E-T-H dot You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to this special edition of the Dr. Nemeth radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, here tonight talking with Dr. Nemeth, board-certified periodontist in Southfield, Michigan. Dr. Nemeth is with us discussing his state-of-the-art clinic, latest treatments in periodontic care, and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases from cardiac issues to cancer. Now, Dr. Nemeth, tell us a little bit about what is the treatment protocol.
1: Well, in my office, we treat with a laser. We don't cut tissue away anymore like they used to, and they still do, and I used to even a long time ago. We use a laser. The laser goes into these gum pockets. It destroys the bacteria. It tends to shrink the pocket. The pocket then tends to reattach to the tooth so the pocket is not so deep, so bacteria can't get in so easily, and one can keep it clean much more easily. So we use what's called LANAP or laser treatment to treat these patients minimally invasive, maximally effective, very little cutting away, and very little uh, cosmetic, negative cosmetic effects compared to the traditional way of treating periodontal disease. But let me talk about recession, too, because that's a whole other kind of periodontal disease that we treat totally differently. So when one has gum recession, that means more of the root is exposed, the root can be sensitive, it's unesthetic, because when you smile and you have these long roots showing, you know, you're long in the tooth. Long in the tooth means you're old. Uh-huh. Uh, so people don't want to be old, but more importantly, people don't, should not want to lose their gum and their bone because gum's lost, bone's lost. So we do something called the pinhole technique where we actually loosen the gum tissue below or above the area of your session. We loosen that gum tissue with special instruments, and then we loosen it so much that we can actually bring it down over the roots, and then we put a special material Through this small pinhole that we make to thicken the gum and hold it in place. It's again, there's very little or or there's minor or very little pain associated with this compared to the traditional way of cutting gum out of your palate and using that to cover the roots. The pinhole technique, I would never go back to the other. Almost so this is a relatively threat.
0: new. This is a relatively. It's new.
1: relatively new. I was the first periodontist in Michigan certified in the pinhole, and I was the first periodontist in the world certified in the advanced pinhole technique by Dr. John Chow in California, and it's it's great. It makes a great cosmetic difference. It helps people save their teeth. Teeth become less sensitive, less prone to decay. It's it's really a wonderful, wonderful technique. We also have people who have what's called a gummy smile. When they smile, too much of their gum tissue shows. They're embarrassed to smile. They put their hand over their mouth when they smile. We change the lives of these people because we actually sculpt that gum tissue. We reshape it so that when they smile, they've got a beautiful smile. They don't have a lot of excess gum tissue showing. Their teeth are a normal length, and for the first time in their lives, they can smile without being embarrassed or uncomfortable about it. One other subject I want to mention, and that's bad breath. We probably have the most well-known bad breath treatment center, I would have to say, in the world. We have people coming from all over the world. We have them coming from Bahrain, Africa, United Kingdom, all over the United States, and of course as well as Michigan, to treat bad breath. And again, bad breath is caused by bacteria. We can eliminate, we determine the cause, the source of these bacteria. Then we eliminate these bacteria. And then we teach the patients how to prevent them from coming back so they don't have bad breath ever again. It, to me, it's a miracle cure for bad breath. It's absolutely great. And we have that That's another service that we provide. And, of course, we do dental implants. Implants are very important. There are teeth that can't be saved. There are teeth that are missing. For those teeth, we do dental implants because if you can't save a tooth, the best thing is a dental implant. It's almost like having your own tooth in your mouth. It goes into the bone like your own tooth. And I have a couple in my mouth, actually, uh, because I had a cyst, nothing related to gum disease, and I don't even know they're there. And they usually last a lifetime. So dental implants are great. Also.
0: Now, with dental implants, quick question how long does that take? You take the teeth out, and then how long before you've got other teeth in?
1: Well, if you sometimes people have to have. All of their upper teeth out or all of their lower teeth out in those cases we take those teeth out or they may have no upper or lower teeth we and we put four or five dental implants in the same day and they walk out with a full set of beautiful permanent teeth they walk in with a mouthful of ugly loose decayed teeth or whatever we take those teeth out we then put implants in and we put a permanent bridge in that enables them to walk out of our office proud and happy, able to eat, able to chew, able to smile. Life, life, life changing.
0: It is life-altering, but as I'm hearing you, I'm thinking about the fact that you're like an A to Z. You're dealing with the health effects um, of having proper dental hygiene and taking care of removing all the bacteria that causes all these diseases, but at the same time, I'm hearing that you've got a cosmetic practice as well, because and a pain-free office.
1: We do a great deal of cosmetic work, and when I whenever I work on a patient, I use IV, sed, IV, IV sedation. The patient goes to sleep. We do what we need to do. The patient wakes up. They're usually very, pain-free or minor discomfort. And you know, when a patient says they have a fear of dentistry, I said, "Don't fear, because you're going to be asleep for whatever we do. You're not even going to know about it." and you'll wake up and everything will be done and completed. So IV sedation is a very important part of what I do. I use it almost all of the
0: time. Yeah, I think that that's one of the things that keeps people from going to see a periodontist probably is because they're thinking about the old-fashioned way of, I'm going to get my gums cut, it's going to be surgical, I'm going to lose time at work. And there's going to be pain involved. So what I'm hearing from you is that's
1: just not the case. We don't cut gums to treat periodontal disease or to treat gum recession. We may cut gums if they have a gummy smile just to reshape and sculpt that gum tissue. But that's one of the few times that we actually do remove
0: gum tissue. And with the laser and with this the pinhole treatment that you're doing, I'm hearing also that you're one of the few places where patients can go to have this treatment done.
1: Well, as far as I know, that's probably true.
0: Okay, so um, it's, I, I would say that most patients should start off at an early age going to see you, and they shouldn't be waiting until it's too late in the game.
1: I think most patients should have their mouths checked to see if they have even the beginnings of periodontal disease because the earlier you treat it, the better it is, particularly when it comes to Alzheimer's because that can start at a very young age and be initiated when you're very young and you 've got these bacteria in your mouth and don 't even know about it, but the sooner those people get people get checked, the sooner we can treat them, and the sooner and the better chance we have of saving their teeth, and that helps save their lives quite frankly
0: that's absolutely true, but i'm thinking in, in the case of all this recent research with alzheimer 's that it seems imperative that almost everybody would want to go in and be checked because these are frightening diseases. These are horrifying, frightening diseases. It
1: seems that way. But when people don't have pain, m- many, many people say, well, my mouth's not bothering me. And, you know, And they have to be pushed. They have to have pain or their dentist has to say something's going on or their gums have to start bleeding and their teeth have to start shifting because that's just human nature.
0: Well, I think listening to this show and hearing what you've had to say has been so terribly informative, and I, I think that everybody should go in and have a checkout done with you.
1: Well, thank you very much. I, I hope the word gets out. It's important to me to really make an impact, to help people, because it makes me feel good, but more importantly, it's really important for
0: the patient. Absolutely. Well, we're out of time and that wraps it up for the Dr. Nemeth radio show on News Talk 760 WJR sponsored by the North American Society of Periodontists. I'm your host Anne-Marie Cronin and again I want to thank Dr. Nemeth for talking to us about taking charge of our health, being proactive and take a look at his practice. Go to YouTube and search Dr. Nemeth to see his videos on all the subjects he's been talking about. For more information on this evening's show, or to learn more about Dr. Nemeth's periodontal practice, you can reach him directly at 248-357-3100. That's 248-357-3100, or by visiting him on the web at drnemeth.com. Again, that's d-r-n-e-m-e-t-h.com. We hope you enjoyed this special show and that you've become more informed about periodontal disease its impact on our overall health, and what we can do to halt or reverse the process. Thank you for listening, and good night.